0: Why don't you take a seat? Well, whether you're here right now or you're watching online sometime later, uh, the theme of this morning is what are you wearing? So I want you to look at the person beside you and ask them, what are you wearing? It's very interesting. The tone you use with that question means two very different things, doesn't it? If you're like, what are you wearing? Uh, you know, like, it's kind of like, oh, I, I like those shoes. What, where are they from? Or, or it's, what are you wearing? It's like, that's a, go to your room and get changed because you are not walking out of the house like that. You, you know what I mean? Same words, but a, a different phrase. And I hope the person took the nice tone with you. Well, Whether you've got your Bibles or your phones, Why don't you turn to Luke 24? We're going to have a look at a passage right now. And for the last month or so, we've been looking at the Holy Spirit from different angles. And today, uh, I want to look practically at what it means or should look like for us on a daily basis. Now, I'm a real practical guy. I like action. I like seeing things done. I don't like discussing things for days. I just want to get on with it. So my heart today is as a campus that we're just going to take what we've been hearing, and and maybe God's just going to give you just something really practical. So as we think, what are we wearing? You know, it's really interesting that most of us today, we would have chosen what we're going to wear, right? Right. This morning I chose not to wear an all-black jersey because I didn't want to distract any of you. And I didn't want to do that, and Pastor Adrian asked whether I was going to share the sports news this morning. Well, the only sports news I want to share with you today is when I was in Tuvalu, we were meant to be watching the All Blacks versus Italy game, which is crazy. How do they have that there on TV in Tuvalu, sitting on, there's no chairs in any of their houses, you sit on the floor, on the concrete floor with mats, but then there's All Blacks on TV. But they, some typhoon turned up in Japan. I mean, well, how inconvenient. But anyway... This morning, I chose to wear this, chose to wear my new Tuvaluan top and my necklace and, and this jacket. Most of you would have chosen your own clothes, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, some husbands probably got told what to wear. But that's okay, with the, the, you know, while we're kids that's okay, and we don't grow out of it, some of us. But anyway, but you know, when, you, when you, what you wear determines what you can do, if you're wearing glasses, you're probably unlikely to play rugby because you'd break your glasses, right? Just like my dad, he's, he's not here in the service, but my dad likes wearing running shoes and shorts to pretty much everything. But even my dad would not wear his shorts and running shoes to a wedding, okay? It's kind of not appropriate, right? Just the same as you wouldn't wear a jacket like this to the snow. What you wear determines what you can do or where you would go. And as we look at this passage in Luke 24, verse 49, I think God's going to speak to us. So if you've got it there, it's on the screens. If you don't, this is what it says. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you're endured with power from on high. Now, if we look at the Greek, not the Hebrew, because that was the Old Testament. If we look at the Greek and how this was written, the word endure, this is what it means. The the root word is "enduo." And endure basically means to put on. It, and it's the same word that you use, that we get in Ephesians chapter 6, where it says, put on the armor of God. You know, that whole thought of put on the armor of God is like you take it up and you put on the breastplate, you take the shield. That's the same thought here. And so Jesus here, where he's saying in Luke 24, put on, he's saying actually, literally, what are you wearing? What are you putting on? If you look at it from the NIV version, it actually uses the word, you have been clothed with power from on high. It's a thought, another translation says, it wraps around you like a blanket. So when we get the Holy Ghost, it actually comes on us. Um, Another version says, equipped with power from on high. Now, you think of equipping, like uh, a military person gets equipped with a gun. Now, unless you're maybe in a battle, you don't usually sleep with that gun, right? So you put it down and you pick it up again. So it's the same thought. You get to put it on or take it off. And most of us don't go to sleep in the same clothes we're wearing right now, so we take them off. But the next morning, hopefully, we choose to get dressed again, right? We choose to put something on. And it's the same thought that God is actually talking here. We actually got to get clothed with the Holy Spirit. It's very practical. We actually got to do it. We got to put it on. We got to put the clothes on. And that's what we're talking about. The Holy Spirit needs to come upon us. But it's not a one-time thing. The Holy Spirit is always here. But the Bible's making clear it's our choice. It's our choice to put Him on, to put Him on in our lives. I love John 15. It says, says, but when the helper comes. See, we're equipped by the Holy Spirit to help us, to enable us, to aid us. But the question is, are we accessing that help? Are we receiving that help? Are we tapping into that help? We need to actually let the Holy Spirit empower us to equip us. Now we're coming up to exam season right now and I've shared this a while ago in church but I think it's really quite clear. When I was a student I was never very good at English, still aren't. If you've ever worked with me or received an email, I, I, English is just like, you'd think I'm, English is my second language but it's not. And, and I'm just no good at it but somehow I passed everything at school. Somehow I passed 7th Form English. I mean, I can hardly even read my own writing. But you know what? From a young age, I've had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I've known what it means to connect with that power, that enabling power. Now, what I'm not saying, students, whether you're high school or university, I'm not saying don't study. But what I'm saying is don't drop the Holy Spirit. You need both. And what's amazing with the Holy Spirit, because He's sent to help us, right? You go into an exam and you've been prepared. Guess what you do? You sit down you're ready to write something. And He helps you put the thought down on paper. He helps you remember those things that you've learned and studied. Because that's what He's there to do. He's not there to help you in church. He's here to help you always. Now, I mentioned a few uh, months ago that out of the 40 times that the Holy Spirit turns up in the book of Acts, guess what? 39 of those times are for out there. And so when I'm talking about we need to be clothed in the Holy Spirit, what are we wearing? That's not about on Sundays. And probably for most of us, we get dressed on Sundays and think, oh, I better put the Holy Spirit on because I'm going to church. Ah. But it's actually more important that we get dressed with the Holy Spirit on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, right? Because that's when we need the power more than ever before. And I, I just so I can just so see it. But that's what we're doing. We're like, oh, going to church, better pick it up. And Pastor Tark mentioned two weeks ago about "Good Morning, Holy Spirit." So practical. But that is what we need to be doing. I, I mean, the book is written. I've never read it, but it's simply that. And since I heard that message, it's like that's what I'm doing. Getting up, and it's so easy. Hey, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. I thank you. You're with me. That's actually putting on the Holy Spirit, saying, you're with me. Now, don't get me wrong. The Holy Spirit's always there, but we don't turn to Him. And I know because I work in a church environment, and it's easy for me to rush through the morning, get the kids all ready for school, help Jody out, do all that kind of stuff, get to work. And it's like, oh, am I doing this in my own strength? Or am I doing it with God? And the truth is we need God more than more than ever out there. Not in here, out there. Because that's what He's for. He's here to help us now. I love uh, 2 Peter 1 verse 3. Uh, This is actually from our soul food reading this week. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by His divine power. Now, deposited. Man, how good is the Bible? Now, do you know you can get... Somebody can deposit some money into your bank account, but until you get it out, it's actually not doing you any good, right? It's just the same. The Holy Spirit has been deposited to us. We've been given Him to help us every day, but we don't choose to put Him on. We don't choose to be clothed in the Holy Spirit. And if we don't, then we're literally doing it in our own strength. You know, as a church for the last 35 years, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit has been our verse. And that needs to be our mentality. We're not trying to do it alone. We're trying to do it with God and not taking any of the glory saying, God, you do it. You come. I need you to come. I need you to move. I need you to, to work in my life. And I so sense this that we are trying every day to be the good Christian. We are trying to do it, but we can't do it. We're struggling. We're just trying every day to just not watch those things that we know we shouldn't be watching on the internet, let alone actually picking up our Bible and reading soul food. We're we're trying every day to have the right mindset and the right attitude. We are trying. You hear? We are trying. But we can't do it. We can't do it. We're trying to be the Christian God's called us to be. But the problem is actually we can't do it and it's not our responsibility. Now, this just so shocked me. You've probably all heard, actually before that I go there, I really want to mention this. I think for many of us, our minds battle us and plague us. And many, most of us are probably on social media a lot and we see what's happening around the world and we're seeing people doing certain things and we're getting discouraged and we're getting depressed and going, why does my life not look like that? Well, can I tell you why it doesn't? Because It's fake. What you're seeing on there isn't reality. That's just a snapshot in a moment. Do you know what I mean? And God hasn't called us to live that life. It's not real. I've got a message brewing about this. that We need to see that reality isn't that. And that, if we're allowing the enemy to deceive us, and what happens if we're not clothed in the Holy Spirit, we're getting trapped into thinking that that's real, and what we've got is not matching up. Well, of course it's not matching up, because it doesn't match up to anybody. You know, I went, um, while I was in Fiji, I went over to this great island that when you look at the photos, looks absolutely amazing. Well, do you know what the reality of holidays are? It was raining. (laughs) But was I depressed because I was there on the island? No, I did the best that I could with the weather and everything, and I had a lot of fun. But if I allowed to look at the snapshots, I'd walk away going, oh, how disappointed I am. And yet, I'm in this amazing place, having a great... But we allow the enemy to take us out. But if you've got the Holy Spirit on, you get to see. I'm going to touch it a bit. But some of you need to get that revelation. It's not real. And don't get trapped in it. God wants to do amazing things in your life, but not through your strength, through His ability. Now, many of us struggle. We struggle with so many different areas, like I mentioned. And you've probably heard that phrase, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Do you know what famous person said that? Do you know? Yeah. Jesus said it. That's who said that verse. And, but when you look at where he said it, it's like a light bulb goes on. And it actually taps into what uh, Pastor Adrian said last week. So if you want to turn there, Matthew 26, verse uh, 41, and it goes through to 42. Was it 40, 40 and 41? This is Jesus speaking. Listen to this. Then he returned. And the disciples to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Could you watch? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? So you've got to understand this. So here we're tying up this watching, this praying, this spending time with God, right? You're tying that thought that we've got to be connecting and building our relationship with God, and that's how we put on the Holy Ghost. We don't just put Him on and then walk away. We spend some time, we build that, we get into God's Word, and then He says, keep watch and pray so that you will not give into temptation, for the Spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Man, if you combine them together, the light bulb goes on, it's like, oh my goodness, that's what it's really about. It's seeing, no, yes, my, my flesh is weak, But the Spirit is willing, the Spirit is able, the Spirit is able to help me. But if we try to do it in our own strength, the flesh is weak, we're not able to do it. That's why we need to put it on, that's why we need to get dressed, that's why we need to get ready each day for what God wants to do with our lives and in our lives. So I just want to get practical for a little moment here. And. And look, what does it really look like if we're wearing the Holy Spirit? How does it change us? How does it change us out there? And if you can see this, it'll it'll really change your life. So the first area is it changes the way you look. Because when you wear the Holy Spirit, it doesn't just mean clothes. Because you also wear glasses. Now, does this not change the way I look? Some of you are thinking, yeah, take them off. But my dad, a few years ago, well, for many years, was in the Air Force. And do you know what the Air Force calls Christians? They call them smileys. And I just love that. Mm -hmm. Because in that statement, they're saying, we we know if you're a Christian because there's something different about the way you look. And I want to say, if you put on the Holy Spirit, if you put Him on every day, maybe your appearance will change. Maybe there will be something actually physically looks different. But what will definitely change is the way you look. The way you look at things, you will actually see things a lot clearer. You'll start looking at it from an internal perspective. And it changes your life. Now some of you really need to get that because you start looking at things like, what really matters? You know, does it matter how much money I've got in my bank account or does it matter what's happening with the souls around me? Do I start looking at the opportunities and the things happening in my life and you see it differently? I know for myself, I start looking at parenting differently because all of a sudden it's not about are they doing what I'm saying? No, am I building the character up? is something actually happening inside of their hearts. And the truth is we can't be the parents or the grandparents we're called to be without the help of the Holy Spirit. We We will not succeed in parenting without God's help. And we need to have Him on us to help us. Now another example of glasses, and you can understand this. Some of you need to wear glasses to drive. And so you don't wear your glasses all the time, but you know when you went for the driving test, you had to wear the glasses to pass the test, right? I know some of you. I'm not going to mention names because there's some police officers in the service. (laughs) And so I know you've got glasses, but you don't wear them when you drive. Silly, right? Silly. Why would you do that? Well, the, the point is, you've been equipped to be able to do it better, but you don't put them on. We are the same. We have been equipped by God to be the spiritual agents of change wherever God has placed us. But we try to do it in our own strength, and we feel like we're failing. And the truth is, you probably are failing. It'd be like a builder turning up without a hammer. You're not equipped to do the job. You've got to put on the Holy Spirit. So it makes you look at things differently. The second, um, now it's really interesting, Romans 12, I better just remind you of that. Do not copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you yeah. think, by changing the way you look at things. But you can't change the way you think unless the Holy Spirit is upon you helping you look at things differently. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Psalm 19 says, May the word of my words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing. When we have a, a change in thinking, when the Holy Spirit is actually on us to change the way we think, We start saying things differently. The words that we say are different because out of the heart, the mouth speaks, which is point number two. Wearing the the Holy Spirit will change the way you speak. You know, we need to change the way we speak. Our language should be different. Our language at work should be different. It should really be different. It was really interesting in Soul Food this week. Soul Food just this week and 1 Peter. It was talking about gossip. We should not be jumping in with everyone else and gossiping and talking. We should, when that stuff starts happening, we should be turning away. Same as dirty jokes, guys. At work, if that starts happening, we, should, we don't need to stand up and start protesting. We just walk away. We just have to walk away. But the Holy, if we're wearing the Holy Spirit, He helps us. He enables us. To do that and to walk away, and it changes our language. But more than that, we start speaking life. We start bringing encouragement. We start bringing power to our homes, but our workplaces. We start speaking hope to people's lives. And you know what? This generation needs hope. Yeah. Yeah. They need to know that there's a purpose in their life. And if they don't hear it from us, who are they going to hear it from? Whether, you know what? You're not going to be able to say it in your own strength. You're not going to even be able to take the opportunities. You can't do it. But we can with the Holy Spirit. If we choose, if, if we put them on every day, Amen. it will bring that change. Now, I love, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to turn there, but in Judges 12, it's going to be on the screens, 5 and 6, there's a, there's a passage, and it basically talks about Christians, well, it talks about God's people and how they're trying to work out whether God's people were God's people or not God's people. And the way they could tell was by the way they said a certain word. And so they'd be coming past this forward and they'd ask this question. They'd say, say, it's on the next slide, say shibboleth. But the people who weren't God's people couldn't say shibboleth. They said sibboleth. My question is, what language are you using? But don't try and do it in your own strength. When you've got the Holy Spirit on, He will empower you. He will enable you to do it. I hope you can grab this. I'm not, I'm not trying to say you need to change. Just put the Holy Spirit on and He will change you. Yeah. It will just happen. Proverbs 15 says, When you speak healing words, you offer others fruit from the tree of life. But unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their hopes. Our, when we put the Holy Spirit on, our language, our speech will change. Yeah. Now the last area is our actions. We will act differently. We should act differently. And if we go back to 2 Peter, which I've already mentioned, 2 Peter 1 verse 3, everything. I love the Bible so clear. When we put on the Holy Spirit, when we put Him on, everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited to us. Amen. It's already been given to us. Not to do in our own strength, but to do it with God. And I had a revelation. Actually, I just need to mention while I was researching this, do you know that the current Pope, he actually made these words publicly. He said, for anyone to live a Christian life, they need the Holy Spirit. Wow. And my understanding is he said that in the last 12 months. Wow. That to be a Christian, this is the Pope saying it. I'm like, I didn't even know they believed in the Holy Spirit. But he said that. We've we got to see it, not in our own strength, yeah, but we've got to put them on. We've got to put the Holy Spirit on. So Galatians 5, we know um, it says, Galatians 5:22, 20, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, you know, all those type. See, I, I've been reading this wrong. The way I read that is like, so because I'm a Christian, I should be having more love. I should be having more joy and peace and self-control. That, that should be developing. It should just be in me. No, but it says the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So what that means is if you put the Holy Spirit on, then you're going to be able to start being more loving. You're going to have more joy and peace. You're going to have more self-control. But if you're doing it in your own strength, you're not actually going to be able to walk in there. And I think that's, we're just struggling and struggling and struggling every day to do it in our own strength and try and be more Christian, where God's saying, no, no, I've given you. I've given you the Holy Spirit. I've given you the Holy Spirit to be different, to see my power run through you, but also to live differently, to stand out, to stand up, to to be different. And then not only will he empower you to to see things differently, to speak different, to act different, but he'll empower you to start moving and and seeing change in your workplace. He'll give you the ability to be, I love Daniel, 10 times better. Now I've got an example of uh, Tuvalu. When... In the next slide, you'll see me actually praying with the current Prime Minister. Now, he's only been in office three weeks. Wow. So that would mean when you get into office, you're going to be pretty busy, right? Well, Pastor Seller tried to arrange a meeting with him, uh, the new Prime Minister and myself. And we went there, and he was busy. And so we talked to his PA, and she said, oh, you should really go and talk to that person. So we went and talked to that person. They weren't there. So we went back to the PA. And we talked to the PA for a while, and she said, oh, well, maybe he's really busy, da-da-da. And then she said, well, maybe go and try and see this other person. So before I left, I went and gave her a whole lot of, I just felt to give her a whole lot of gifts and say, look, can you just give this to the prime minister anyway? And so we went off and went to try and see somebody else, and they weren't available. So we went back. And when we went back and saw her just to say bye, she said, oh, wait. And, And she went and opened the door, chatted with the prime minister, and we got to go and sit down with him for about half an hour. See, that's what happens when you're clothed in the Holy Spirit. He goes before you. He's with you. He's working. And God works it all out. Otherwise, we're doing it in our own strength, and we're just hoping that things all fall into place. But we've got to do it with the Holy Spirit. Now, as the musicians come back, I just want to make this really clear. Living the Christian life without this Holy Spirit equals impossibility you cannot do it we are not able our flesh is not strong enough our spirit is willing we want to do it but our flesh is weak you cannot do it but with the holy spirit we can you know this morning the auckland marathon was on trying to live the christian life without the holy spirit is trying to run a marathon without any water you just couldn't do it it's like trying to turn on a light switch and there's no electricity in the home. It just won't happen. It's like trying to turn on a car and there's no petrol in the tank. It's going to go click, 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 but nothing. That's us. For too long, the church, we have been trying to do the Christian life without the Holy Spirit. And with Him, with Him, it'll be a totally different story. I really hope this morning that something's gone click in your mind and it's like, oh, I can see it. We've been equipped. Just every morning, you've got to choose. Spend the time with God. Good morning, Holy Spirit. It'll change the way you live. It'll change the way everything happens in your family. It'll change the way you parent. It'll change your life. It'll change your workplace. It'll change your school. But every day you just got to put on the Holy Spirit. Have you got that revelation this morning, man? I just think it's so clear. Well, and just in response to this, I, I want us to sing that song, "Fullness," and let's just allow the Holy Spirit just to come and seal whatever He's sealed said to you today. So, why don't?